Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison, and I'm joined once again by Jamie. Hello. And I know we told you guys the last <laughs> episode that I would be joined by my boyfriend, and we would be discussing A Christmas Prince, but that didn't happen. <laughs> we had I had some kind of family issues I had to deal with last week, and we never actually got around to recording it, and I think I've mentioned that he is a doctor and has a crazy schedule, so it just didn't work out, and Jamie was available, so we're just skipping The Christmas <laughs> Prince and For moving now. on. Well, yeah, for now, temporarily. It's going to happen eventually. It's been on my back burner for months now, so it will happen. So I'm sorry if you guys all watched a Christmas movie <laughs> in the middle of February to prepare for that. I send my apologies. I hope it was a good watch anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, but instead of discussing a Christmas movie, we're going to be talking about the entire fourth season, all 13 episodes of Grace and Frankie. Yes, we are. So if you haven't seen the whole fourth season yet, go and binge watch the whole thing <laughs> like we did Yeah, <laughs> and prepare yourselves for this podcast episode or just listen to it anyways, because we're fun to listen to. Exactly. And uh, <laughs> right off the bat, I will say that for anyone who's checked out our previous episodes, you'll notice that in the past we split Grace and Frankie up into five episodes per season or something like that no it was like two three 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 two yeah yeah and uh so it was a bit of a strange thing to jump into this season and then think because <laughs> my my usual reaction when i watch things is to take a ton of notes but then i said to myself that's not really going to be feasible with right. 13 episodes <laughs> so then i just started writing down quotes instead <laughs> And, and I think that, like, we enjoyed discussing the first three seasons at, a, like, a more slower pace. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I think some of the podcast episodes, it was hard to come up with enough information yeah. from three episodes to have, like, a full discussion on it. Especially, like, when we knew what was going to come and we couldn't talk about it. Right. I th we th decided that it would just be easier to just knock out the whole season in one podcast episode so we can discuss everything that happens from the beginning of the season to the end of the season and not have to worry about any spoilers. Um, exactly. We won't talk about anything that happens in season five. And the plan, if this goes well, the plan is to do all of season five in one podcast episode too eventually. So yeah, you, know, you can watch it. <laughs> I think I think overall we've shifted to watching entire seasons for episode discussion because yeah. it does help uh, to be able to see the overall prog progression of the season and be able to talk about that sort of arc. I think that's part of the discussion that gets left out if we do split it up and talk about right. just one or two episodes per. Right, we just we end up just discussing the way that character <laughs> is reacting in those episodes and not like, oh, well, maybe this character matures or changes exactly. throughout, unless it's Saul and he's just always an idiot <laughs> from start to finish. He never changes at all. He is a very stagnant character. Like, he is, out of all of them, I think the most stagnant. In I agree. <laughs> like he doesn't he, from episode one season one up until in my opinion the end of season five he is the same character he doesn't really have any 
evolution. He's just always yeah. annoying, always <laughs> needy. Says the wrong things. He's always needy. <laughs> he definitely says the wrong things. Because, um, <laughs> yeah, I guess his entire thing this season is struggling again with the fact that for most of the season that he and Robert are on the on a different page right. and that he's feeling like almost it seems that he feels that going with Robert was maybe a mistake because Frankie was his soulmate right. which causes a bunch of issues understandably if yeah. the person you're in love with says that someone else is their soulmate like I can see why that would make <laughs> you be like oh okay I, I yeah you to be with them then <laughs> to an extent but you have to admit that although especially towards the end of this season Robert and Saul start sort of working together and like meshing that's not the word I want but they start going together they um there's always something that's going to tie Frankie and Saul together because they're both very much like the hippie activist type so well, I can yeah. see where he like finds his safe place in Frankie you know I guess, but like, I don't know. Like Robert says, like, he doesn't even believe in soulmates, yeah. but it's not okay for Saul to believe that somebody else is his soulmate. Like, right. that's. I and don't it's, know. it's even more. I, I'm, I'm on Robert's side here. Yeah. <laughs> it's even more complicated by the fact that he did sleep with Frankie. So, right, you know, after true. they broke up. <laughs> and yeah, Robert and Saul's relationship in this season is. <sighs> I don't know. I find it odd from start to finish <laughs> because they seem like they're going to be these progressive activists at the beginning who are protesting and going to jail and you know, standing up to the man. And then Robert kind of gets out of that very yeah. quickly. And Saul takes that as like a personal offense <laughs> he's like offended by it but like yeah. robert's reason isn't that he doesn't want to do it or that he doesn't believe in these things he's just like i'm old i can't do this anymore right. i can't spend the night in jail i can't be out protesting at all hours for for all lots of hours it's just i'm in pain i can't do this anymore leave it to the younger people kind of thing yeah and like that's not good enough for saul like he's like he has to be out there on the front lines See, it, yeah. I think that also goes, It's it adds to the discussion of, in my opinion, the issue with couples that need to have everything in common yeah. and they need to, like, if they're not doing everything together, then something's wrong with the relationship. And right. I think that's a very dangerous mentality because you shouldn't lose your individualism when you're together. So of course, like, you know, Saul, at least later in the season recognizes that it's not in his blood, you know, it's not in Robert's blood to be doing activism stuff. Um, at least not to the extent that Saul is. Right. But he should be fine with the fact that like Robert is really into musical theater. Like that's how he wants to dedicate his time in retirement. And Saul wants to go, on a boat, you know, on a cruise for <laughs> folk music and then protest. Right. And that's totally well, and, cool. And, and that's what they do. You know, right. Robert goes and does the musical and Saul goes on the cruise and they're both mad at each other yeah. about it. Like Saul is mad at Robert that he doesn't go on the cruise with him. And Robert is mad at Saul for being mad at him. About yeah. it. Like, like they do do their own thing, but they're still not okay with the fact that they're doing their own thing. Exactly. Like, and, uh, and I feel like, I do feel like this is Saul's fault much more than Robert's. <laughs> like he's the antagonist in my opinion behind all of this because he can't just be okay with 
Robert doing his own thing and right. not wanting to go on a folk cruise. Although Ro- it was Robert's idea to go on the cruise and he bought the tickets and said he would go with him and then backed out at the last That is, so that, that was pretty <laughs> shitty. Of that him. was kind of shitty of him. He should have just told what's his theater name face there. Yeah, I remember. Um, the, the, the head. Yeah. Show the director the guy. House, um, that he could play the part, but he couldn't start doing it until after he got back from the cruise or something. Right. Um, because he's been, you know, he was watching the entire process as the assistant director or whatever, so he could have spent the time on the cruise, like, he didn't want to listen to the folk music, I'm sure, so he could have spent <laughs> right. it, you know, like, memorizing his lines and stuff like that. Right, like, There's right. no reason that he had to cho- he choose one over the other, but... But he did. But he did. And I can understand that frustration, like, you don't dangle something in front of someone's face and then be like, actually, right. bye. <laughs> actually, I'm going to back out on this. So I can... <laughs> I can kind of understand then why Saul was just like, well, I'm going on the cruise without you. That means you already bought the tickets and this is something I really want to do. But then they're just both mad at each other over it, Um, which progresses their relationship into like even weirder territory (laughs) by the end of the season. It goes from like bad to really weird. Yeah. (laughs) Where they start therapy and are told that perhaps they need to look outside the normal conventions of a relationship right. and like basically look into having an open relationship with other people. And at first they're like, Oh no, that that's right. We don't want that. But then they kind of find that they like watching each other flirt with guys. Yeah. <laughs> and like that turns them on, but they don't actually want that guy involved <laughs> in any of their sexcapades. Right. Yeah, they're just like very much voyeur voyeurists at heart, and they want to. Oh yeah, there is a name for that. To witness that, yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's an interesting concept, and I, I, first of all, I find it strange that like after one therapy session, the suggestion is to have an open relationship right. because quote many gay relationships are open. I'm like, mm, stereotyping maybe, but yeah, <laughs> especially since you jump to that so quickly, like, right. oh, just go have sex with other people and you'll be fine. You're gay, like, right? So, okay. <laughs> it's like, would you? <laughs> maybe su- you're not a great therapist, right? I was like, would, would you suggest that also to hetero couples? I don't know. It seems right. strange, <laughs> but um, it is strange too that uh, they're almost. Like at first they're they're hesitant to accept that because they're both like, oh, can you believe what she said? How crazy! But then as soon as like Roy comes in and starts like touching ears and stuff, <laughs> everything changes and they're like, touching oh, ears. maybe this is like more okay than we're thinking. And they start like sleeping together again, and it's you know they're getting all dancey in their pajamas <laughs> and hot, um, which is adorable, by the way. I mean, it is, but it's. <laughs> an odd way of having got there but it's odd and then it progresses even to the extent of them like i don't know you know like the last scene that we see of roy is him completely (laughs) naked in their kitchen so it's like where does that progress i don't know i haven't seen season five yet but it's you're you're definitely left with like oh geez are they going to have sex with roy that right clearly and like i don't understand roy like, number one, he's a lot younger than Robert and Saul. Yeah. So what is he getting out of this situation? He's very, like, he's an attractive man. He could easily get some other gay guy. He doesn't have to have these two old people who are clearly <laughs> unstable. Right. <laughs> and, like, too, like, he knows that they were, 
using him. Like, you know, they he kind of realizes it and confronts them on it mm-hmm. and then comes back knowing yeah. that this isn't what they want. So I don't understand Roy. <laughs> yeah, I don't get it either. I think it's very bizarre. I think that he, like, because he met Saul on the phone yeah. cruise and he, like, maybe kind of really started to like Saul, so he's just going with it because he wants to be around Saul. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's but then odd. he instantly falls for, well, falls, or is attracted to uh, Robert, too. Like, as soon as he knows that he's into musical theater, he's basically, right. like, l- hanging out all over him and stuff, and I'm like, hmm. And then I'm just like, are they really just playing up the gay stereotype of all gay men wanting to have like multiple sexual partners right. all the time like because that's kind of what it feels like they're doing you know and i don't really like that yeah <laughs> yeah i'm not sure how i feel about that i don't know why they had to like take robert and saul's relationship in this direction yeah it seems unnecessary i will say that uh the two positives to come out of these relationships is Saul having a beard now because he looks much better with a beard than without. Do you think? I, I do. don't know how I feel about I it. I do. And I I also really like that we get to see more of Robert in musical theater, like dancing and singing. Yeah. Because I think it's just, it's so funny. But I didn't love that, like, the kind of climactic point of last season and this season was both like Robert's show. Like yeah. that's kind of what they both led up to was like Robert being in the show. I mean, it's fun to see him in musical theater, but I thought that they kind of repeated that story arc. Yeah. Um, and I didn't love that. Yeah. It was just kind of like, <laughs> Oop, you're getting in, you're going to get another tappy. You right. Know? It's like, uh, <laughs> Another tappy. <laughs> I also love that the tappy's like a like a female tap shoe. I, don't I know, know. Like, and like like a high heel tap shoe. Yeah, even. and I'm just like, is are tappies even like real? Is that a real I don't shoe? know. I, I, I should think is. probably not, because it's meant <laughs> to be like the local La Jolla thing, right? But I guess I don't know. They're having it at Dress Barn. Yeah, <laughs> which Nick owns. <clears throat> Oh man! Speaking of Nick, Speaking I of Nick. I really like Nick in this season. I like him a lot more in this season yeah. than last season. Last season, I didn't like him at all. He no, because he's kind jerk. of a douche. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, he really does seem to care about Grace. Yeah, and I love that despite everything. Like he, you know, and Grace points this out that in this season we see him trying at things that he's not used to doing like right. he's used to having people do stuff for him because he is rich but she tries to like make her eggs and but <laughs> nobody can mess up scrambled eggs that bad they no. cook more than that just by pouring them into a hot pan right and like you can't have eaten eggs in your life and think that like drippy a drippy right. mess of eggs is like an acceptable thing like have you ever eaten scrambled eggs do you know what they're supposed maybe to he like? hasn't maybe he's only had like you know fancy eggs I don't do know. they look like a runny pile of yellow snot right exactly <laughs> no they don't but um I just, but it is cute <laughs> yeah and then he passes out when he sees her leg that was oh, so yeah. funny <laughs> that but, was um, pretty funny i bet it, it is nice to see him yeah trying with her and trying to like like she's all like oh that's just how you deal with things you know you call somebody to to deal with it for you basically and he does try to show her that he wants to take care of her yeah 
and then like even going as far as to show up to the the retirement home when they move yeah. there yep. and basically be like hey i i want to stay in this so if i need to buy the entire place and move in next door then that's what i'm gonna do <laughs> and, and you know like cute. it's grace's pride yeah. that is the result of like them not ending up together and like him i guess them breaking up then because like and, and like it's kind of her pride that, that she end up in the retirement home to begin with because if she had just called him when their bathtub originally know. fell through the ceiling and said geez nick do you know a good contractor right <laughs> he would have sent someone over immediately to fix it for her but because she didn't want to seem like some hopeless old lady she doesn't call him and tries to deal with the situation herself and get scammed scammed <laughs> essentially yeah get all the copper piping stolen out of their walls yeah. <sighs> Which, I mean, to be fair, I don't feel like it was her fault that she was scammed. Like, that guy was really, he knew what he was doing, you know? Oh, yeah. She made the mistake of mentioning Phil, and then he's like, oh, she, he's, she seems to care about this person, so I'm right. going to pretend that I knew him when I'm sure he actually didn't. Yeah, and she should have just went with her initial instinct, which right. was to get a multiple bids, you know? Yeah. And she probably would have ended up with somebody real right (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i did that that was kind of hard to watch yeah grace gets scammed like that (laughs) yeah it is and then just like so very self-destructive about everything because she just like refuses to see herself as anything but old old in this season and i'm like come on like this person's interested in you like sure things aren't going well in terms of you hurting your knee and like all this stuff but if you'd accept like the tiniest amount of help, things could be better for you. Even after like she was scammed and their house was kind of ransacked, if she had called Nick at that point, he still could have fixed it for right, her. Right, exactly. He would have <laughs> replaced the pipes. Never would have had to know, you know. Like he could have had somebody there immediately to help her, exactly. and would have because he cared about her clearly, you know. Right. <sighs> and she could have like you know they're still making an income on the menage a moi so like she right. could have paid him back eventually like it didn't have to be like a gift you know right and like they're kind of like as the audience we're left with the impression that grace and frankie are making a decent amount of money yeah. on this vibrator because they had so many pre-sales of it right so like it seems like they should have had enough money to have called somebody to like fix the house at that point but Right. I don't know. And it's like, like almost they just didn't know what to do. I don't right. know. And they own the lot, I imagine, because it doesn't yeah. seem like they'd be paying rent on it because they all went in and bought the place. But no, they bought it. So I'm assuming it's paid off by this point. Yeah. Because that was like hmm. 20 years ago or something. Right. That they bought. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of a weird plot hole. So, but. Yeah. It did, I mean, it's just, it's all Grace's pride. Like, yeah. so much of both grace and frankie's downfall is because grace won't accept help from nick or yeah from from nick she just refuses to allow him to take care of her when that's all he wants to do yeah um and that's not the only relationship we see fall apart really no it's not (laughs) (laughs) you know we have frankie and jake Yeah, I saw that one coming. Oh, me too. (laughs) Like, from the moment she gets back in episode one, I just, I, and, and like, the first time, like, we watch it, you see Cherie is introduced, Mm -hmm. and Frankie hates Cherie, (laughs) 
just on principle that she's like there living in her old loft and i'm like well frankie is clearly not over living here she clearly wants to move back if she's like this angry at sheree being there you know so i just kind of had a feeling that in order for the show to continue with grace and frankie being grace and frankie like she was gonna have to move back i was kind of hoping that jacob would just move back with her but yeah but we know that jacob's family is still out there so he spent so much of his life living in the area where Grace and Frankie live. Like, what the I mean, hell is that town? But... I mean, uh, La Jolla, I think. La Jolla. But I think that's also part of it, you know, because he had spent so much time living out there and not seeing his family regularly. So I can imagine that if he has kids and blah, 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 maybe he wants to be closer to them, especially, you know, if they're in their 70s or whatever, you know. You don't yeah. know how much time you have left. And if he yeah. gets ill, it's going to be tough for his family to see him and... I guess. And I stuff. Know. So he must have built a life for himself outside of Santa Fe and had friends in this area where like it would have, wouldn't have been that hard for him to just stay there for Frankie, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know that his plan was to move back to Santa Fe before he met her, but Yeah. And she tries it and she hates it. I thought maybe he would just come back with her, but apparently he's more yeah. interested in Winnie. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, well, I guess technically that develops after she decides to come back, but. Yeah. But, I'm yeah. More, I was more upset about Grace and Jacob's relationship falling apart than, um, or sorry, Frankie and Jacob's relationship than Grace <laughs> and Nick's. Yeah. I, I really like Jacob. Yeah. <clears throat> but, I don't know, even, well, I guess I can understand, like, Shortly after the baby's born and stuff, you know, Frankie goes over and and uh, Bud and Allison are tired and fall asleep. And then she's like, well, right. we have to kind of stay and like watch the baby. And he gets sort of huffy about it. And I'm like, OK, <laughs> calm down a bit. Like, what do you expect? But right. And also, like, how did you possibly think that Frankie wasn't going to spend <laughs> time with her grandchild? Right. You know, you... know her at all. <laughs> exactly. Like you should have done all the things first and then gone to see the baby. Right. Like once she got there, she was not going to want to leave. <laughs> yeah. So. That's, a, that's also sort of like a sad development in this season too, that she's been so much looking forward to having a grandchild and then she makes the mistake of driving Faith, you know, around <laughs> and following an ice cream truck all the way to Mexico. She also doesn't tell the story very well. No, no. <laughs> she definitely makes it sound like she's a crazy old lady the way she tells what happened. <laughs> She'll be like, oh, well, you can't be around my kid anymore either. <laughs> that was how she told me the story. You know? Right. But um, but then, you know, she's got kind of gets like all those rights taken i mean this the moral of this season is like they're slowly losing independence like one thing at a time right well and then like the whole metaphor of frankie legally being dead (laughs) she is she is legally dead because she didn't want to have to pay to get her mail oh my gosh she just told them she died so that she not only did she tell them she died but she showed up in like a funeral garb (laughs) with a southern accent yeah, that was also funny. <laughs> um, no, I love the, the whole playing around with her being dead and stuff. I think it's so funny because yeah. from the very beginning when she tells Grace, she's like, I don't know how this could have happened. And Grace is just like, really? really? <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. 
Oh, and then there's some good stuff about her, like, yelling about needing to get resurrected. Like, at one point, she's yeah. like, everyone needs to toughen up and get me resurrected before I really lose my shit. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I did like the, like, Saul's idea of trying to get her arrested, though. And <laughs> yeah. I don't know why they didn't follow through with that. Like, okay, their original plan of freeing the test lab rabbits didn't work out because that place wasn't there anymore but there's so many ways frankie could have gotten arrested well saul's <laughs> like, been arrested like to... 27 times right that's what i'm saying <laughs> like, he is a pro at it he could have taken her anywhere on a protest and easily gotten her arrested so why didn't they just follow through with that yeah and actually do that to get her resurrected <laughs> no that was a weird sort of decision but. Yeah, because he's right. Like, it probably would have been very effective. They can't process somebody who's dead. They would have to bring them back to life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that was a strange... Yeah, they kind of just, like, went to the Chili's. Saul called her a soulmate. And right. That was pretty much all that happened. Like, but. the next episode should have been, like, Frankie actually getting arrested and brought back to life because, you know. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't actually happen then. Does it happen at the end of... Happens in episode 13, I think. Okay, the very, the very end. Uh, yeah. I couldn't remember if it happened at the very end of this season or the beginning of next season, but yeah. Yeah, it happened at the very end of the season that she is, they go through the legal processes and get her actually brought back to life, but yeah. it could have happened a lot faster for her. Yeah, the, I think it's like one of the very last scenes. Uh, the kids are there to like celebrate with a cake and a banner. But that's when they had already fled the... Uh... Right. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that because like... After their house is demolished by the scammer, like the kids kind of trick them yeah. into going to live in this retirement home by by the girls convincing Frankie that she needs to do it for Grace and the boys convincing Grace that, that she needs to do it for so Frankie. So stealthy, like so sly. Like, very effective. Yeah. And like probably very like realistic in a lot of ways. I'm sure what the kids were saying were legitimate concerns that they had about their parents, you know, but yeah. at but the they same knew. time, they don't give them credit and like enough credit, you know? Right. They were pretty much just saying what they knew they needed to say to convince each of them right. to actually go in, which and, is playing on their relationship and their closeness. Yeah. But I, I love that. Like eventually Grace and Frankie put it together yeah. that, yeah, that they don't really need to be there at all. So they just steal a golf cart and leave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is great. Leave with the fondue dish and, and the a toaster. toaster. <laughs> and the blowtorch. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're left with like the really kind of sad ending that they go back to their beach house. And it's been sold. It's, yeah, it's not only on the market anymore, but it's been sold. Yeah. I do love that the recurring theme of them sort of beginning and ending the seasons on the beach though yeah, yeah. i like that they're there in the chairs together and like holding hands because yep. they're just such like close friends now and it's yeah, adorable it is i agree no. <laughs> 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 but um yeah i guess like aside from that we have frankie's kind of other storyline about teddy oh yeah teddy which we don't really know anything about until the season that Frankie has a sister mm-hmm. called Teddy and had a brother called Robin, yeah. who we learned died in a car crash when he was quite young, which is like why Frankie is so terrified of driving on the freeways all of her life. Must yeah. be on a freeway when it happened. Right. 
but in, Teddy had warned Frankie on her wedding day of all days that Saul was gay and she shouldn't marry him. So Frankie stopped talking to Teddy for over 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Which seems like an extreme reaction. <laughs> it's pretty extreme. I mean, yeah, I, I guess like, I feel like even if you weren't in a group, like if you didn't agree with that, I don't know if the reaction would be so, like, enough to make you cut someone out of your life. Yeah. Do you think so? No, I mean, like, look at, like, Oliver and Joe. Yeah. Like, Joe says, like, people tell me you're gay all the time, but it doesn't make me hate them or stop loving (laughs) you, you know? Exactly. Like, I just, I mean, maybe Teddy said it in a very aggressive manner. Could be. But even so, like, just a to cut somebody completely out of your life because they say something they think is beneficial to you to know kind of thing. Right. But I guess Oliver does get very upset when um, Robert implies. Yeah. When Robert (laughs) talks to him about it, but yeah, maybe Oliver's actually gay and he's just hiding. Yeah. Talk about something that's not (laughs) resolved, but I, (laughs) I love that we have sober grace in that moment and she just keeps saying like, things like in reference to him being gay like you'll find a man it's all fine you know that's the last episode that they're in right it's just the one where the gorilla has escaped and they both just leave and that's the end of that (laughs) yeah so i like the scene when uh saul goes to confront robert about this and brianna ends up coming in too yeah and she's just basically siding with the fact that robert shouldn't have said anything because he didn't know like yeah. well it's kind of she's like agreeing with robert that he seems gay that uh oliver seems gay but then she's yeah. like but you don't know and i agree with like if you don't really know you probably shouldn't be sticking your neck like your head in or what's the word nose into any of that business <laughs> yeah but i can understand the idea of like trying to be like hey you know if you are gay maybe this is something you should not do to right. your potential wife like we did to ours for right. 40 years I, I can understand where robert's coming yeah. from and i think that it's better that he talked to oliver about oh it yeah joe, you know because you know he he wouldn't have known at that point that joe has had other people tell right. him the same thing but right yeah joe would have been like oh i've heard this it's fine yeah it's fine yeah in reality it probably would have been better if he talked to joe yeah <laughs> Because she probably would have just brushed it off as like, oh, yeah, we get that all the time. <laughs> right. And then they could have still been neighborly friends or whatever. Right. <laughs> yeah. But what was I saying before we started talking about? Remember. Oh, with Teddy. Oh, um, yeah. Like cutting somebody out of your life just because they said that. But like they do reconnect. Frankie does eventually track down Teddy and apologize for cutting her out and teddy apologizes for what she said and yeah you see frankie as a child yeah playing cards so like yeah a very strange like flashback but. yeah <laughs> i don't but, know how i feel about that but. i know but yeah we are meant to to think that they've sort of made up but then yeah. we don't see teddy again so no i don't know don't. <laughs> i mean it, they leave it on like a kind of good note like they yeah. play the same card game that they played when they were kids and mm-hmm. you have the feeling that they're probably going to be okay yeah <clears throat> i guess uh, we have coyote and what's her name nadia nadia which i like nadia i like nadia too but i'm sort of torn about 
how things go with them. Because Why? they have this whole thing of like, you know, trying to, to wait until her first anniversary or whatever. Yeah. Um, to, you know, have sex because they're not meant to while she's on the program for the first year. I forget how, right. what the reasoning is. But. You're, you're just like supposed to not be in a relationship when you're during your first year of AA because you're like supposed to be focusing on yourself right. and not on anybody else. And so they did so well up to like six weeks out of that. And then, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then they spill some salsa and takes he takes his shirt off and everything's, you know, gone yeah, from was, there. It was good enough. It was fine. <laughs> but I was like, ah, but so close. Like, I don't know. I guess it's like yeah, it was inevitable right. anyway, but right. I mean, they were clearly really into each other, and yeah. I'm sure that those six weeks aren't gonna like break her or anything. She's right. not gonna go back to using because they had sex six weeks early. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose, <clears throat> but but yeah, I think I... that they'll they'll be happy together. It you know, and we know that he wants to move with her to right. LA now. I and, you know I like Nadia. I always had the impression though that like after. Um, Mallory got divorced that Coyote and her were going right. like, to like they kind of played on that a lot but it seems like they're going with Nadia instead yeah I thought so too but so that was kind of sad yeah no that's okay. Mal has no one I know <laughs> she'll, have to, she'll have to get her own prostitute <laughs> <laughs> I didn't yeah, tell anyone Brianna about... <laughs> doesn't need one now because Barry's back ah Barry, Barry. and I I love that they're actually talking things out, you know, much to uh, Brianna's dismay, but like <laughs> they're finally like, tr- he's trying to like encourage her to talk about her emotions and like, they're trying right. to like work through issues they have, which is good because I really like yeah, them yeah. together. Yeah. So do I. And I think that he's very good for her and kind of encourages yeah. her to like to, to like learn how to be in a real relationship, which I don't think is something Brianna has ever really done before that point, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I like Barry a lot. Yeah. And I like interactions he has with like other, like it seems like he gets along well with the other uh, kids, um, like Coyote and, yeah, and the rest. Yeah. And uh, I also like, I really enjoyed the episode where he, um, witnessed grace cruising around in a scooter and had to like basically rescue her from being arrested yeah (laughs) drunk scootering (laughs) that's just like another kind of way that they're showing that grace's body is falling apart basically though and it's sad it is sad yeah (laughs) but it's also like it's it's her being stubborn again and her pride that she won't just ride in the cart to begin with you know right like what do you expect when you're uh, getting that old like and you just had knee surgery and like all this and stuff also, like why are you trying to fix the shutter yourself just call somebody <laughs> to do it come on you have like frankie's kids could have come and done it brianna probably could have come and done it you know like yeah well it's just like the from i forget which exactly it's like the couple seasons ago when she was like you know parents don't ask kids for help or whatever like it should be the other way around and I mean I can understand that to an extent but like you should be willing to admit when something's too much for you like if you can't actually get up your stairs anymore like you've got an issue (laughs) right like you know accept help when you need it otherwise you're just gonna make yourself worse yeah oh man classic so we have Bud and Allison having a 
baby in this season as yes, well. Yes, you do. And <laughs> I just, I don't know. Bud and Allison's relationship just bothered me right from the very beginning. It's just... It's... I find it less bizarre in this season than in the previous season. I guess, maybe. I just feel like Bud is, like, the only char- main character on the show who is anything other than white. And his character doesn't seem to change much. It's all- He's almost like the boring character on the show. Like, when it goes to the Bud storyline, you're just like, eh who really cares kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's how I am. Like, it's just, it's the boring storyline. And I just feel like they could have done a lot more with his character. Yeah, it was really, you. yeah, the entire, his transformation, if you will, throughout the previous seasons is basically becoming, like, going from, like, super straight-laced and, like, uh, like methodical to the same, but now his girlfriend's kooky. So right. it's like, ooh, he's got <laughs> he an element really of craze. <laughs> right. It's like, okay, well, A for effort, I guess. But yeah, I agree that there could have been more that they did to him. But Yeah, like him and like Saul both, there's not really any change in their character arcs at all. Yeah. And I don't think that making him you know have a child or get married like neither one of them change who he is he's still the same yeah bud. i do <laughs> I, I do like um i liked allison in this season because she has become a little less like over the top she is she gets along with um uh frankie well yeah it seems and i i really really liked the episode where Coyote and Allison mutually agree to not like each other and to be okay with that. Yeah. You know, when he, like, forces <laughs> yeah. them to spend time together. That was a good good episode, yeah. yeah. I was like, that's the very, like, adult, mature thing to do, to be like, I don't like this person, but, you know, we both love you, so right. <laughs> we'll, we'll, you know, we can coexist in the same space for a little bit, but we're not friends. Right, we're not going to hang out or do yeah. things together because we don't like each other, but we both love you. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else happens. We I do guess... have... Oh, mm-hmm. go ahead. No, go ahead. I say, we do have the old lady who dies while oh, masturbating, yeah. <laughs> which seems like it causes some issues for their vibrator business because Frankie then tries to like issue a statement saying that (laughs) their vibrators kill people (laughs) which is like very quickly nipped in the bud like because Harriet's cousin comes to tell them like hey you know this is what Harry which is what Grace was saying the entire time but she was like this is what Harriet wanted like you get you renewed her life but with the vibrator and also P.S. you have a huge following now like that's true yeah like the article had like the opposite effect of what Marla had intended it to be you know that's true yeah so it's like a yeah I mean it's interesting to see how Frankie reacts to it but but you would think that almost like the position that Grace took on it that Frankie would have too like it seems like Frankie would have like seen 
the positive and self-pleasure and stuff. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess. But, like, I can see Frankie also freaking out that, like, they've killed somebody, you know? <laughs> With a death stick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, their vibrator is a death stick. <laughs> but suppose. also, like, you don't die from masturbating. Clearly, she must have had heart issues before this place. You right. Know? Like, she didn't actually die from masturbating. She died from having a heart attack that was going to happen regardless of what she was doing. Right. You know? And maybe their product <laughs> should have like a warning like you know if you have a like consult your physician before masturbating or something but that's about as much as you can do you know right if you have a weak heart don't do this yeah if you have a pacemaker don't vibrate don't vibrate (laughs) (laughs) oh man but it's the kind of completely skipped over Cherie at the beginning Uh, and her little storyline there I don't know I felt like I mean, I understand that they needed to have something to make Frankie jealous enough to, like, admit that she wanted to come back. <laughs> but right. I feel like that was really Cherie's only role. Like, we never yeah. see her after, like, episode no. three. No, she doesn't ever come back. I mean, I like that um, Lisa Kudrow kind of guest stars on it for yeah. three episodes. Because I like her. Her character is insane. She yeah. makes Frankie seem normal. Right. <laughs> but I And I like that... Grace and Frankie like help her get her house yeah. back and all that. Like I like that storyline, but it, yeah, it is kind of it seems forced yeah. in a lot of ways. Like that they just needed to have somebody there. And yeah, I agree. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah, she does have some like funny moments though, and I like uh, like the shock around how pink and vibrant all of her stuff is. <laughs> yeah. Like when they walk into the kitchen and Frankie's like, ooh, it really hits you on the rods and cones. <laughs> you know? Which yeah. is so funny. But, or I feel like I walked into a cupcake <laughs> in the Serengeti. Yeah. I do. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah. Yeah, I thought it was, she was a fun character, but it could be, could have been interesting if she had become recurring or I don't know, but I guess there's not really a place like you know the kooky one is frankie so we can't have another one (laughs) can't have two kooky characters right because that was like frankie's whole issue in general with santa fe like everyone is wearing like crazy pants and like has crazy hair and smokes weed like (laughs) she's (laughs) no longer she fit right in but but yeah i mean i i do like that over this this season we we see Grace and Frankie growing even closer together and having like a stronger bond and yeah it's good I enjoyed that and it's kind of like as as Grace and Frankie get closer Robert and Saul get further apart yeah I mean I'll be eager to see like what happens with Robert and Saul in season five because season four left them in like a really odd state (laughs) <laughs> you definitely need to get your ass on watching season five. I will. I will, for sure. <clears throat> oh, man. I, mean, uh, I don't want to give away anything that happens. Yeah. I'll get to it. But, uh, yeah. Any other... I'm trying, to think, the, trying to think if I have any other comments I need to make about... I don't think so. I, I think, think we covered about pretty covers much everybody's storylines for this season. Yeah, I think so. In broad strokes, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's Do you it. Have any other good quotes that you didn't get a chance to say? Uh, I mean, 
I guess so. I I liked uh, when Frankie at the beginning, when Grace is like starting to eat everything. She's like, you're eating carbs, dancing? Where's that empty robot I left? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Brianna saying, how many times do we need to celebrate that Allison took a load? (laughs) Which, true. And that's what I think every time a couple is like, well, now we're trying for a kid. I'm like, so... You're just you're taking having, loads. Okay. Just having them <laughs> right. I'm like, let's, glad that's cleared up. <laughs> um, I like when uh, Grace thinks that she has to, she's going to be breaking up with Nick earlier in like episode four. And uh, Frankie's like, Grace, when he breaks up with you, you know what to hell, to, what to tell him. He has herpes nodding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has herpes. <laughs> like that's some sort of agreed thing to say. Right. right. That, like, clearly that's something they've discussed and agreed upon before that point. <laughs> that that's what they'll tell people. <laughs> right. Um, <clears throat> guy like Grace at one point to Frankie. Oh, it was when she was like sitting on the stairs, like pretending to be okay. And she's like, oh, hey, girl, how's tricks? Yeah. <laughs> like what? And Frankie calls something at one point as serious as a federal polygamy inquest. <laughs> oh, man. You really did write all I of did write stuff. a bunch. I also like, <laughs> this is the last one I'll say, is when uh, during the part of the music man, when everyone's like grabbing someone and marching around, Frankie's like, oh boy, audience participation. And Grace is just like, oh, quick, deck me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> just love her pessimism. It's so funny. Oh, uh, yeah. But that's it. So that's season four in a nutshell. Yeah, the broad overarching. Overarching? Overarching. Overarching. (laughs) The broad strokes, anyway. The broad strokes of this episode. This season. In however you want to, whatever shape (laughs) you want to view them. Yep. Um, So. Broad triangular scrotes. Scrotes? (laughs) The broad triangular scrotes um, that the orangutan is trying to rip off. Um, overall, though, yeah, I th- I'd say that in classic Grace and Frankie fashion, it's it's a good series, like a good season, rather. Yeah. Um, it, it's on and par series. with the others, I'd say. Yeah, it definitely focuses a lot more on the issues that people have as they get older yeah. and, and the way that, like, the younger generation views the older generation. Right. So I think that it's, it's very relevant for that reason because I think a lot of these are issues that older people in our society are facing. You know, younger people are basically telling them that they can't do these things anymore. And while maybe they can't do them as well as they used to be able to do them, they can still function. You know, like, they're not completely helpless people anymore. Um, right. So I think that it is it's a relevant Thing. And I think it's something that um, uh, um, Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin, mm-hmm. Tomlin wanted to talk about. Like yeah. that this was important to them to discuss. Right. And I, th- People I think getting old kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> and I think this, unlike other shows that focus on older folks, like adds an element of realism to it because it's, you know, it's a fact that like as you get older, your body's going to start failing you and you have right. to try to learn how to cope with that. And I think that makes it real. Versus something like, you know, the show Golden Girls, which I love, but right. everyone's like a very competent person in that. Not that Grace <laughs> right. and Frankie aren't competent, but like, you know, of course at times their mind is slipping or like their body's failing them. I think that's a normal thing. Right. So. And I feel like it's it also kind of shows the way that people view women who are getting older as like more fragile than men because yeah. there's not this focus on Robert and Saul 
no. you know, having having issues, but they're the same age as Grace and Frankie, so they're clearly having issues as well, but they're just not nobody's focusing on them, you know, like they're right. still having sex and dancing and, you know, <laughs> they're men and they can. And I mean, I guess like they, the children aren't worried about any issues that are happening right. in their lives. <laughs> I guess like the only thing I guess in the previous whatever season that was when um, season one, I think when, uh, when he has the heart attack, when he has the heart attack, it's yeah. like the only sort of end at the beginning of this season when they're like, when Robert's like, oh, I'm tired. But yeah. <laughs> that's pretty much it. Oh, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. But then they're back to like having sex and dancing right by the right. end and like and the kids aren't all fretting about them and worrying about every you know their every move and that but right. the way that they do with grace and frankie and i think that just shows that you worry more <laughs> about your mom than your dad i guess you know yeah <clears throat> and regardless of whether or not you should that's just kind of the way that it is right <clears throat> but, yeah. but yeah so that's grace and frankie season four good season highly recommend yeah. And I also can attest that I recommend season five just as highly, <laughs> but I shan't give any spoilers away. Sounds good. I will say that they are doing a season six, though. That has been. Confirmed. Oh, nice. Yep. So uh, expect in the near future, we'll probably talk about season five. Right. We, probably um, not next, but. <laughs> probably not next. And we're not going to tell you what we're discussing next because we don't know. And when we do tell you, we're wrong half the time. So <laughs> It's best just to leave you guessing. Right. You know? It's just best to look at the title of the podcast episode when it comes out and then go and watch whatever that is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's the safest bet, really. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so if you do have a specific suggestion of something that you would like us to watch, as always, you can hit us up on Twitter at NNO Podcast. Or send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com. And the one suggestion that we did get, we did. So, mm -hmm. you know, if you suggest things, we'll probably do them. Very true. <laughs> okay. Well, on that note, thanks for listening. And you... We'll hear us in the next episode. <laughs> you will indeed. <laughs> Bye. Bye.